preservation. I pray that you will have divine possession. I pray that you will be able to stay where Jehovah shall lift you. In the glorious and blessed name of Jesus. Jehovah, you said to me that after this, she will no longer remain the same. May the wisdom he promised be your portion. May the wealth he promised be your portion. May the greatness he promised be your portion. The favor of Jehovah comes upon you. And people that don't know you will give to you. People that have never appreciated you will appreciate you. People that did not take notice of you will take notice of you. From this day forward, people will see you and greet you. They will greet you and bring greetings you will not understand. And like Mary, you will say, what kind of greeting is this? What kind of blessing and pronouncement is this? Jehovah does this for his own glory in the wonderful name of Jesus. I dry your feet because of this new thing that Jehovah does. And I pray in Jesus' name that the word of Jehovah that was spoken and the direction that has been followed will bring the results that he spoke about in Jesus' name. Amen. People of God, let me say let me say this to confirm a few things that he made a very profound statement he said if you obey God if God speaks to you I'm not sure I'm, I'm, I'm quoting him verbatim but this, this is all it means if God speaks to you about something and you obey or about somebody and you obey when he speaks to somebody about you they will obey Did, 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 you get, did you get it when he said that? If God speaks to you about somebody and you obey, when he speaks to somebody about you, they will obey. Let me give a very short testimony. I was in South Africa and the Lord said to me to bless a pastor with $60,000 because he needed the money. I was also building my first house. At Tantra Hill. And I also needed the money. But I obeyed. And I gave the $60,000 to the pastor. From South Africa, I came to Ghana. I spent two days in Ghana. From Ghana, I went to Nigeria. In the service in Lagos uh, uh, VI, in a hotel called Echo La Meridienne. I just walked up to somebody and then I said to him, this is what the Spirit of God is telling me, you're going to be the next governor of this state. Then I mentioned the state. I prayed for him and I left. When I was going, the Lord said to me, he has a chain of restaurants. So I said to him, I asked him, do you have a chain of restaurants? He said, yes. Then I asked, is your wife's name this? He said, yes. I said, then I know you are the right person. Don't doubt in your heart. Then I left. Two months later, I had to go to Nigeria. When I got there, that same governor gave me $150,000.
God spoke to me about somebody and I obeyed and he spoke to somebody about me and he obeyed hallelujah listen I'm not, I'm not here to preach but I want you to write as much as you can because I want us to deal with something I want us to deal with a lie of the devil and I pray that you wouldn't leave this place till I'm done are you hearing me I want us to deal with a lie of the devil and after we have dealt with it you would, you would have received keys that will help him to be able to live this life people of God listen I'm going to give you an example of five families I know I know a family here in Ghana there are four women in that family and three men and none of them has been able to marry and stay married every single one of them gets divorced or they are not able to marry at all I checked their parents and their line also have the same problem I checked their grandparents and their line the same problem but these are Christians that have served God for generations and yet they are going through these things family number two I know a family they love God and they serve God in fact how many of you are from church of Pentecost the family I'm talking about Walked with Makion deeply rooted in the things of God. That the first bones of that family never stay prosperous, no matter how high they rise, they fall. Generations that have served God. But the first bonds, whether woman or man, no matter how high they rise, they fall. Number three, I know a family. They are about 23 in number. Nobody in that family is married, but they all have children. I'm not I'm talking about family of pastors strong in deliverance mighty in prayer and yet none of the 23 family 4 I know this family they are about 6 and I'm going to end with four. That is, that should be enough. All of them are pastors. Their fathers 
pastors grandfathers pastors but this thing called poverty poverty now this is the interesting thing none of them is able to stay with the church they started none of the six what is it I know the first thing that comes to your mind is it is a generational curse but if it is a generational curse it should not be able to run through believers because generational curses don't run through believers listen to me I don't care what anyone taught you the bible says generational curses don't run through believers if you are born again that is the end of a generational curse oh bishop are you sure let's read some scriptures let's read some scriptures who do my reading for me tonight you will pick a microphone quick the first scripture I want us to read is Exodus chapter 20 Exodus let us deal with this thing and be free because the devil has a reason why he wants you to believe it is a generational curse because curses are broken but this thing that you are dealing with because it is not a generational curse you cannot break it are you hearing me this thing you are dealing with is not a generational curse and that is how come you cannot break it let's start with four exodus 20 verse 4 uh-huh thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image uh-huh or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above uh-huh or that is in earth beneath uh-huh. or that is in water under the earth uh-huh. thou shalt not bow down thyself to them uh-huh. nor serve them uh-huh. for I the Lord thy God uh-huh. the jealous God uh-huh. visiting the iniquities of the visiting past, the punishment of the father's sins continue upon the children upon the children hold on I, I want, I want th- those of you here to come please come let us, let, us, let us settle this thing once and for all Please come. Face me. Just line up and face me. One logo logo line. If I say that, you know what I mean. Good. Quick, quick, please help me. Why are you sitting? Help me. Okay. Yes, quick, come. Join them. He said, I am what? The Lord. I am a jealous. Help me, brother. I am the Lord thy God. I'm a For I, the Lord thy God, I am what? A jealous. I am what? A jealous. And what do I do? Visiting the iniquities of the fathers. I visit the sins of the fathers unto them. Third generation, second generation, third generation, fourth generation. And then what happens? Of them the hate. No, no, wait. Then what happens? I stop. And if a generation is a step in lineage, then if this is the father, then the son, the grandson, the great grandson, the great great grandson should stop the problem. It shouldn't continue. 
So, even if we are going to just take that portion of scripture, then if whatever we are experiencing is something that has gone beyond the fourth generation, then it can't be a curse. Because he said to the third and fourth generation, he did not have the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and the ninth. But you check the things you are suffering, the things you are struggling with, is something that has come from about ten generations before you. So what is it? Number two. He says, I visit the iniquities of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation, but he qualifies it. And he says, them that hate me are unbelievers. So it means that when he comes down, and he's visiting the iniquities. He watches out. He looks at you. No, you, 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 you are not an unbeliever. You are not. You are an unbeliever. 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 Believer. Unbeliever. Believer. Unbeliever. And then what does he do? The curse runs through the line of those that hate him. And what happens to those that love him? And show mercy unto thousands of them. Same family, but thousands of them that love me, I show mercy. It means it does not matter what the fathers did. If you love me and keep my commandment, if you are born again and washed in the blood of the Lamb, you are not under the generational curse you are out of it so what is the problem that is running in the line of people that served God what is it they are dealing with you may take your seat because it cannot be a generational curse Oh no, Bishop, there are so many other scriptures that support generational curse. This is not the only one. I know the one you're talking about. Let's read Lamentation chapter 5 and verse 7. This is after Moses. Now who wrote Lamentations? Jeremiah. And I suppose you know what Lamentations mean. It means what? To what? Is that what lamentation means? What does it mean to lament? To grieve. That's not what it means. To lament means to cry complaining. To do what? So if you are lamenting, you are complaining. So when Jeremiah wrote Lamentations, Jeremiah was complaining about something. Now let's hear one of the complaints. Our fathers have sinned. Our fathers have sinned. 
and are not and are not and we have borne their iniquity and we have borne their iniquity Jeremiah is complaining now God answers after Jeremiah through another prophet called Ezekiel so let's read Ezekiel chapter 18 and from verse 1 Ezekiel 18 verse 1 uh-huh. The word of the Lord came unto me The word of the Lord came unto me Again say, saying What mean ye What do you mean That ye use this proverb That you use this proverb Concerning the land of Israel Concerning the land of Israel Say, say The fathers have eaten sour grapes The fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set and the children's teeth are set on edge in other words the fathers have sinned and the children are paying for their sins just like Jeremiah complained continue as I live as I live say the Lord God ye shall not have occasion anymore to use this proverb this proverb will never be used in Israel again Behold, all souls are mine. He says, look here. All souls are mine. As the soul of the Father. The soul of the Father is mine. So also the soul of the Son. And the soul of the Son is also mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. From now on, I will no longer visit the iniquity of the Father on the children. But the soul that sinneth, the son shall die. If the Father sins, he will pay for it. If the son sins, he will pay for it. If the daughter sins, he will pay for it. That is what he's saying there. He said, forget about this generational curse. Because all souls are mine. I will punish the soul that sins. Visit the iniquity of the soul that sins on the soul. <laughs> I know you are getting confused. Because you have always believed you are under a generational curse. And have prayed and prayed and prayed. How come it's still not broken? Because what you are dealing with cannot be broken. That is the reason why. Hands have been laid on you. Feet have been laid on you. Water has been poured on you. Fried oil, cooking oil, anointing oil, olive oil, gas oil. Everything has been poured on you to break the generational curse. And it has not been broken. Why? Because you are not dealing with the generational curse. Now listen. The devil wants you to believe. That you are dealing with the generational curse. Why? Because as long as you believe. You are dealing with the generational curse. You will not deal with the things that you are supposed to deal with. You will not handle that thing you are supposed to handle. And the devil will have a field day. What is it. That you are dealing with. I want you to listen carefully. Tonight you are going to receive some insight. Go to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's start. Let's read from verse 12. Or let even let's start from verse 10. Then we get a better understanding. 
Finally, my brethren. Finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of His might. And in His mighty power. Put on the whole armor of God. Read it one more time. Put on the whole armor of God. Read it one more time. Put on the whole armor of God. Did he say break? No. He says do what? Put on. What? The whole armor of God. Continue. That ye may be able to stand against the wings of the That he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Uh-huh. For we are for we wrestle not because we are not fighting flesh and blood. But against principality. Oh, hold on. He says, the battles you are going through. Somebody hates you in the family. Somebody is doing something against you in the office. Somebody is saying things about you. There is a physical human being that is coming up against you. But I want you to understand, this thing is not physical. It is orchestrated. It is manufactured from some place that you are not aware of. It is coming from somewhere higher. Fighting a witch in your family won't stop it. I mean, you, 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 how, how do you take a witch to court? What's the charge you bring against that person? Sexual abuse. <laughs> Someone says manslaughter. <laughs> Where's the man? Can you sue a witch? He said, this thing you are dealing with is not physical. You are not wrestling. He didn't say boxing. He didn't say fighting. He said, you are not wrestling flesh and blood. The thing you are dealing with is not physical. The thing you are wrestling is not physical. So what are you wrestling Number one, he's going to give us four classes of, of spirits here. Number one, against principalities. Skip that one. Number two, against powers. Now, what are powers? Powers are satanic energies, satanic reinforcements, satanic strengths, satanic rules, and rulership. Those are powers. See, the devil is a counterfeiter. And so he saw the Holy Spirit and counterfeited the Holy Spirit in his camp. So the work of the Holy Spirit in the camp of God is the work of powers in the camp of Satan. Number three. Against rulers of darkness. Against the rulers of this dark world. The devil also has what we call cabinet ministers. We have a minister of information, a minister of finance, minister of agriculture, and all kinds of ministers. And the devil has the same. God has archangels. The devil has rulers of this dark world. And they are responsible for specific demonic work. And they operate from their world against ours another name for these spirits are satanic gods there is one 
that is responsible for money and its name is mammon mammon is not money mammon is the ruler of the dark world of finance his satanic finance minister there is another one that is in charge of miracles its name is Beelzebul when Jesus was working miracles they said he worketh by the power of Beelzebul there is another one that is responsible for making people stay unsaved the name of that spirit is the ruler of the kingdom of the air Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2 that spirit makes sure that no family member gets saved that nobody you know gets saved that is a satanic cabinet minister the fourth spirit we are fighting is what? spiritual wickedness in high places those are like the host of angels that carry out the order and the commandment that is given by these three spirits we have mentioned so the devil has about a billion or probably more of these spirits and they carry out every commandment that is given by principalities by powers or by rulers of this dark world there are so many their duty is to destroy things their duty is to throw arrows their duty is to possess and take over territories and people their duty is to carry out the command of the higher forces but the first one I skipped is the one I want us to deal with tonight for ye wrestle not against what? principalities ye wrestle not against what? you are not fighting against flesh and blood but you are fighting against sorry you wrestle not against flesh and blood but you are fighting against principality you are wrestling you are locked in combat you are constantly in a wrestling match against principalities what are principalities like their name suggests they are spirits that rule over areas and over families over nations and over people those are principalities they are spirits that rule over areas over families over nations and over people what is their duty duty number one to exact the will of Satan in that place over the people in that family that is their will and in that nation the devil has assigned a spirit to this nation called Ghana and that spirit makes sure that he exacts number one the will of Satan here 
is the devil's president in Ghana. He is the devil's family head in your family. He is the devil's district commissioner in the district. He makes sure that decisions that are taken are influenced to suit Satan. That is the principality. Number two, it manifests its nature and character in the nation, in the place, or in the family. So when I take a good look at your family, I will have a fair idea of what kind of principality and the nature of the principality that you are dealing with. Number three, it determines the history of the nations, the places, and the family. So there is a spirit that is assigned by Satan to your family. And that spirit's duty is to make sure that anybody that is connected to your family by blood he determines the history of that person number four it determines heights and parameters or borders so that spirit determines how far any person that is connected to that area connected to that nation connected to that family by blood or by birth us. there is a principality assigned to your family that is supposed to do that see there is this church building in the United States for the sake of privacy I'm not going to tell you too much but listen the one who builds that church building and dedicated the church building the minister who dedicated the church building to God had an adulterous affair lost the building and lost the church the one who bought that building adultery lost the church lost the building the one who bought it committed adultery lost the church lost the building the one who bought it has committed adultery with a 17 year old girl the girl is pregnant this one this man i'm talking about had taken over preaching in the united states from bishop jakes now he's in prison because he thought just getting the building was enough ladies and gentlemen listen there are certain places you go to and whether you are born again or born against what is happening to everybody there will happen to you takrade is it fiakuma or something whenever they have their festival and they are praying this is what they say they say let foreigners come in and help build this place but they leave 
Let them leave everything behind. Tell me one person that has gone to Takrade as a foreigner, whether to plant church or anything, that has been able to leave Takrade with whatever they got from there. One person. I know a minister of God there, and this is not a case. That is the power of the principality. The minister is a foreigner in Takrade ministry. When his ministry got to the apex, the top, and everybody was seeing him, his wife died, all kinds of things happened to him. He had built a beautiful building, he lost it to a native of Takrade. This man is born again. It's not a curse. But that is the force that rules in that area. And if you don't deal with it, it will deal with you. I don't care how rich you are. There are certain poor areas here in Ghana that if you go to live if you are not careful the principality will destroy you because the principality influences the area influences the history of the area and determines the heights that people in that area will rise to Reverend Ankara was sharing something with me two people twins one was raised up somewhere along the beach the other is Ligon the one who was raised along the beach became pregnant could not finish school but the one who was raised in East Ligon went to the university I'm not saying everyone who is raised in East Ligon will go to the university but what I am saying is this there is a principality in that area that is pushing all the young girls into teenage pregnancy it is influencing the atmosphere of the area here Baden Powell there is a spirit that rules here there is a principality that rules here and has its determinations here When I moved, or when, when we started the church, I went in, in Holland, I went into an Islam stronghold, Hain. Islam stronghold, that's where we, and everyone told me that there is no way you can make it in that area. Why? No church before me had gone there. But I knew something. That the people that were talking to me didn't know. I went to the area, took off my shoes, prayed some prayers, and walked about, did some things, and our church started growing. Now I'm no longer in that area, but there are churches all over. I went to, is that Father Joe? 
he can, he's from Holland he can tell you these things I'm sharing with you I went to an area where Father Joe and his church are right now there was not one single church in that area it is the industrial area when I got there the governor of that area started fighting me and I knew the principality had risen up I did what I knew to do today I believe there are more churches on the Ferenc Twelve than anywhere is somebody hearing me the spirit of that area had to bow that is the work of the principality so when you go to an area and you refuse to deal with it it will deal with you I have a habit whenever I'm going to any country for the plain lands when I see land I stretch forth my hand and I begin to rebuke the powers the principalities the rulers in that area before I land when I get off the plane I announce my presence and I say to those spirits that God has come into this area you will not resist me you will not fight me and I tell those spirits what is going to happen they don't tell me what is going to happen I tell them because I understand the workings of principalities there is no country in the world that I have been to that have not ended up with the president no country no country every country I have been to I have ended up sitting with the president addressing parliament addressing cabinet why? because I understand the activities of principalities and how to deal with them they also operate in families and that is how come in certain families you see those things happening because they determine how high anybody should go whether they are born again or born against they don't care if you are a member of that family it will fight you I know you don't believe me so let's talk to Abraham Abraham was the firstborn of Terah his father but the principality in that family had determined that no firstborn child was going to inherit their father that was the determination of that principality the one that ruled in Abraham's family Abraham was not cursed if he was who cursed him he was blessed but could not inherit his father only because he was the firstborn and the family was being ruled by a principality that said no firstborn will inherit it wasn't because Abraham did anything wrong but because there was a principality Abraham had a firstborn called Ishmael 
Ishmael, which means God has heard, could not inherit Abraham. Isaac did. Isaac had a firstborn whose name was Esau or Esau. But he could also not inherit his father. Jacob did. Jacob had a firstborn whose name was Reuben. But he also could not inherit his father. Were they cursed? No. They were blessed. God was with them. But each one of them had to fight their father's devil. Had to fight their family devil. Had to fight that spirit that wouldn't let them be. And that is what you are dealing with. The only reason why you are struggling is because you belong to that family. And it's not because of anything you have done. And it is not that the family is under a curse. Because you are born again, you would have come out of that curse. The second thing the principality demanded in Abraham's family was that none of the women of the firstborns had to have children. So Abraham, firstborn, married a woman, Sarai, who was barren. Isaac, who inherited, married a woman, Rebekah, who was barren. Jacob, who inherited, married a woman who was barren, Rachel. The other thing about that principality, the third thing, was that it forced the members of the family to lie. So Abraham lied to Abimelech and lied to the king of Egypt. His son lied to Abimelech. As for the son's child, Jacob, he started lying from the womb. Ran to his uncle for protection. The uncle lied to him. Were they cursed? No. They were blessed. But each one of them had to fight principality. Each one of them. David. A blessed man. A man after God's own heart. Had to fight his father's devil. Had to fight the spirit that fought Jesse. Jesse, married, Jesse did not marry the mother. Gave birth to David. As for David. The man liked women so much that he was willing to kill to sleep with a woman. Killed Uriah and married a wife. Then David had children. One of them, Absalom. The most handsome guy in Israel. All the young women in Israel loved him and wanted to marry him. But when he had a sexual appetite, he rather slept with all the old women in the palace, his father's wives. Is that normal? 
was he cursed he was just fighting his father's devil how about Amnon when Amnon had a sexual drive it was not towards any other woman but towards his own sister he was fighting his father's devil Solomon Solomon had 299 wives but he had to marry another one and make it 300 he had 700 non-registered wives making 1000 one man he was fighting his father's devil he wasn't cursed the man was blessed but a principality in his family that fought his fathers wouldn't leave him alone I know a family here in Ghana the grandmother married had one daughter divorced married again had one daughter divorced married again had six children at the age of 45 years the husband died the first daughter married had two children a girl and a boy divorced married again a girl and a boy divorced the second child married divorced the child they had a child the child died married again had a son divorced married again had a daughter divorced the third one a girl married six children the husband died the fourth one married had a firstborn Kwesi the wife died after two other children married again firstborn Kwesi the first wife was Rebecca the second one was also Rebecca the child of the second one was also Kwesi divorced married again one had a, a boy again divorced the next one was on his way to get married to the to, I mean to the wife he was going to Swedro here at Wager had an accident and died the next one did not marry had a child married you should see the marriage the next one got married they traveled to Germany when she was pregnant the husband bitter 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 when she delivered she died the last one married had two children divorced married again two children divorced married again is divorced I know what I'm telling you is true because I just spoke about my family I spoke about my auntie the one that married and has six children that was my mother 
I lost my father. What is going on? There is a spirit in the family that hates marriages. I traveled to Kumasi. I was in bed one morning, one night, around before dawn, around three o'clock. My grandmother came to me physically. My grandmother is a confessed witch. Physically, and said to me, "Yeah." That's what my grandmother told me. In this family, we don't like anyone that will be rich or great. If they do, they either go mad or they die. How many of you know Kumase? How many of you know Afokwanta? Dr. Afo is my great uncle. He traveled to Nigeria. This story is family secret. I don't know why I'm telling you. Came back with a lot of money. His nephew stole the money and he became mad before he died. I was raised in that house, Dr. Afo's house. That was where I was raised. I know what I'm talking about. My family is not cursed. If you think we are, who cursed us? But there is a principality in my family that says nobody should become rich or great. Go to my father's I was six months old when my father's mother put me in a refrigerator. She said I, uh, it was too hot. Some of you know my grandmother. You just don't know that she is the one. But I know you know the story of the witches that were flying from Syria to Europe. The pilot, Abna Dufie, that is my father's mother. It was in the pioneer. Maybe those, I mean, then some of you weren't born. You don't know the pioneer. It's just like the PMP today. In my father's family, poverty. Is the order of the day. Even though the people have opportunity to be rich. My father's father was the Busumro of Prempe. The gold chief. Those of you that know Anguna Fantin Newtown. That green mansion when you cross the bridge. The green mansion on your left. That belongs to my grandfather. And yet he died poor in my father's line nobody grows beyond 60 years they die of all kinds of diseases I have an auntie whose children the men I can't talk about 
my father is the only child that grew very old 63 years the second thing about my father's family is that it does not matter how high they go they fall suddenly suddenly the height my father reached he should, have, he should never have come down but when my father died but for the school he built together with my mother a house to stay in the only thing my father had managed was some two bedroom something I don't call it a house somewhere that was all he managed meanwhile this is the same man that gave the 2,000 chicken to Kwabinada okay that's my father you heard Kwabinada testimony the 2,000 chicken he started with it's my father who gave it to him my father is the one who owns Tojo agricultural farms John Uswan said that was my father he had the largest poultry farm in Ghana and he was the president of the Ghana Poultry Farmers Association the first black man to pilot Lufthansa came to Ghana with millions but at a point in time around 1983 my father was a taxi driver the man who started popular front party by 1983 was driving taxi at government transport suddenly within nine months there is a farm called Vivian farm I'll never forget it her chicken had Newcastle disease my father was the only one that had the medicine for his straight open I'll never forget the story my father helped this woman saved her chicken then my father got Newcastle disease in 9 months he lost 15,000 chicken 9 months suddenly then I come up I put money together to come and start a real estate business in Ghana big money I won't mention the name, the amount I give the money to a trusted person suddenly I lose all that money then I said hey this is not a new devil this is my father's devil that has come to fight me this is not a new devil I am not cursed a cursed man could not have put together the amount I put together the devil from my father's house who is responsible for sudden falls suddenly came up against me blessed but I have to fight that principality 
Listen to me. I have a great marriage. My wife is wonderful, very beautiful. But because of the family I come from, if I play the fool, she will divorce me at night. Not during the day. During the day, you can get a lawyer. Is somebody hearing me? That spirit does not care whether you are left reverend, right reverend, center reverend, top reverend, down reverend, senior apostle, or dangerous apostle. It doesn't care. As long as you are connected by blood, it will fight you because it is a family spirit. And because it determines how high people should go the moment you start breaking your family parameter your family height and breaking out of family limitations it will rise and fight you because it says that should not happen so it will not happen I know you don't believe me. So let's go to the New Testament. Zechariah is in the temple preparing. Then an angel comes and says, your wife is going to have a child. But because of the destiny of that child, you must call his name Johannes. Forerunner. You know, do you know what his answer was? He said, there is nobody in my family. We, we, that, that has that, we, we don't have that family history. A history of breakthrough people. A history of, of achievers. A history of forerunners. We don't have it. God said, if I don't stop this one from talking like this, before I know, he will destroy the destiny of this forerunner he said you will be dumb you can't speak again you will not be able to give a negative name to this boy because he must be different from the family Zechariah said no we have a family history nobody should break it ladies and gentlemen listen to me if you want to know what will attack you just look at what is attacking your family socially medically spiritually you just look at what is attacking them and ladies and gentlemen that thing will attack you because that is the spirit in your family I am very active I travel I train I do lots of things I came to Ghana when I was coming to Ghana I weighed about 78 kilos fat, plump suddenly I became sick they couldn't tell what was wrong with me I traveled back to Europe when they checked me they said to me you have diabetes I said what? they said yes you have diabetes Mm. now that did not surprise me but the next question they asked that was what surprised me 
they asked me does anybody in your family I asked the doctor is anybody in my family here I am the one that is not well why don't you talk to me listen to what he said he said because you inherit your family medical history not because of anything I did but just because I am from the Ousuansa family does anyone in your family have heart problem watch out anybody high blood pressure watch out because it is the same devil that is fighting everybody it's not see witches are just little spirits that principalities use oh you've been worried about witches i told prof there are eight witches in my family i've killed 12 witches you should not worry about people of God are you listening to me see I know that the church of God has come to a place where we like frightening things not truth I know that things that are frightening are the things that excite us not truth I was listening to a man of God preach and the man of God said something he said look church listen the devil is very powerful and when we pray sometimes he will block our prayer and when he said that he brought a witch to come and testify he said when you go to churches and they are praying what do you do then the witch said sometimes we make people sleep and then sometimes we will cross our hands and our legs and block their prayer the prayer of the saints and then foolish church people do you know how they reacted hey But see, those are the things we like. But truth, like I'm preaching it, we don't like. But this is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. If you don't deal with the principality in your family, He will deal with you. He will. He will deal with you because he seeks your life he is running after you he seeks your destruction i still know you i know you are still not convinced so let's ask jesus jesus who is the word of god who is god himself came down when he started operating healing the sick and doing mighty miracles in galilee the principality of his family spoke he called the familiar spirit 
and called the host of wickedness and asked who is this man he said his name is Jesus where is he from what is his family history he said he's from a family of carpenters then he asked how come he's working miracles stop him then the demons went around telling people is this not the son of a carpenter is this not the son of a carpenter and the bible says the people started disbelieving in him and from that day Jesus could not perform one miracle in Galilee the spirit doesn't respect who you are it will fight you it will it will come up against you it will I have to be extremely careful I have to constantly watch out because I know what I'm wrestling against I know the spirit I am fighting ladies and gentlemen what is your family history what I want you to think for a moment I told you I'm here on an assignment what is your family history what are the things that keep happening in the family the archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams preached a message in Holland some time ago he said something that shocked me this is the apostle of strategic prayer powerful man of God he said he did not pay attention to the principality of his family and before he knew that principality creeped on him like a robber and caused his first divorce he said he come from a family of 23 children none of them is married the archbishop said I'm just quoting something he has preached 23 brothers and sisters none of them he was the only one he said in this family is it 53 okay the only one in his family that was married the only one need I say more the apostle of strategic prayer what are you talking about if you don't deal with this spirit it will deal with you how do I deal with it listen number one understand that this is not a curse 
that is the first thing if i'm able to get this thing to enter your spirit you will be on your way this is this is it's not a case it is it is a wrestling you are locked in combat with the principality so in the family those that will break out of its hold are those that know it and wrestle it down that is it if you don't know that principality and you don't know what it does you will become like any other member of your family but once you know it and you get locked up in battle in combat with this spirit and keep bringing it down people of God listen don't deceive yourself that one prayer or one sacrifice will end it shall I tell you the secret it is a constant something you do anytime you see the principality coming up you need to do these things I'm going to teach you you need to I have fought the principality in my family they said they didn't like greatness but if being known is greatness then I think they have failed because there is no Christian in Kenya that doesn't know me there is no Christian in South Africa that doesn't know me there is no human being in Curaçao where Andre comes from no human being from the president to the baby that was born yesterday so it means they have failed how did I do it number one you combat them in prayer constantly because they are rulers you must dethrone them I dethrone the principality that rules in my family that tries to determine my family history that tries to determine my family heights that tries to determine my family parameters I dethrone this principality and I fight you in prayer not once and it's over but constantly number two build an altar somebody say build an altar one more time when Abraham found out that there was a principality in his family that wanted to destroy him that wanted to rob him of his inheritance the Bible says he built an altar unto the Lord and the Bible says in the time of trouble he ran to that same altar that he built David said when my soul is overwhelmed I lead me to what the rock what rock was he talking about the altar that is higher than I lead me to that altar oh Jehovah because I know at that altar matters will be settled people of God listen 
See, your, 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 your sacrifices is funny. Because you don't understand the impact of it. So you just come and just drop something. But if you settle in your heart what it is you do with your sacrifice, you will deal with this principality by the altar. By the altar. You need to build a personal altar where all your sacrifices will go i'm not saying go and pick stones or anything and then go and build uh, an altar in your house but build a spiritual altar where you sacrifice for yourself for your family for your children born or yet to be born you need to build an altar I notice, I said I have to be very careful. I notice that there is a satanic assignment on my life to prevent me from rising to heights. You were there when the prophetess prophesied. You were there. She said to me, There is greatness in you, there is something God wants to do in you. But people are constantly speaking against you, misrepresenting you, and saying things against you. But that thing is from a spirit in your own house. I said in my heart, I know. Are you hearing me? When I heard that prophecy, I went back to the altar with another sacrifice. Is somebody hearing me? I went back to the altar with another sacrifice. But this time I understood what I was doing. I knew I was building an altar that was going to speak for me. Because guess what? When you begin to break the boundaries of this principality, it will kill you. It will kill you the number of accidents I have escaped the number of deaths I have escaped has been the result of God's grace and sacrifices on the altar I built I shouldn't have been here build a personal altar that you sacrifice on when you bring money here or when you lay money here don't just drop it and go say something say I'm leaving this sacrifice on this altar oh Jehovah under this anointing and I'm dealing with the principality that is fighting me it fought my mother. It fought my big sister. Now it's coming on to me. I was traveling to Kenya to do some meetings. The last meeting I did before I traveled, I walked up to a lady and I said to the lady, 
the principality in your family has determined that at age 41 your mother's children should die you are the firstborn you are turning 41 she said yes I said you better fight this in prayer build an altar and then I also spoke about the third thing which I'm going to speak right to you about right now and deal with this thing she laughed about it she said all she had was some little money and I'm always talking about money I don't, I don't, I don't get my money from church <laughs> I don't apart from preaching I'm a businessman I don't run the business myself I have people that run but it's my business it's my own business I have businesses here in Ghana and in South Africa and we are now looking into some investments in Kenya as well so I don't need church people to give for me to be okay I don't but this is it when I ask people to give it's because I know what giving has done for me I wish I had time to teach on the power of giving I wish I had time to do that I left for Kenya three days after I arrived in Kenya that was on the second the, the Pope died on the first I guess the next day she died after she turned 41 the day after her birthday she died honey don't play with this thing that spirit is after you number three begin to live confess and act in the opposite nature of the principality in other words anything your family is not doing you start doing nobody in your family wants to build a story building so plan on building one nobody in your family wants to buy a big car so plan on buying one Nobody in your family wants to get uh, 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 a big business. So plan on getting one. Plan on doing that. That is how you overcome the principality. Move in the opposite direction of that principality. Because if you succumb to it, it will destroy you. What everybody is in your family is afraid of doing, you dare and do it. Dare, just dare and do it. Nobody in your family wants to travel. Travel. Nobody in your family is a giver. You be a giver. Just be the opposite. When you do that, you will you will bring down this power that is at work in your family is somebody hearing me
but I want to continue because of the fasting and help us deal with this thing people of God I have come from a mighty low place I have you talk about luck I know luck than you will ever know you talk about not having food to eat I have fasted by force more than willingly you talk about walking short distances like from Dakuma to Tetekwashi that one you don't take a car it's too short that's stone throw when I was in secondary school form 3 I was a trotro mate form 3 I cry in some I, I cry to look I, I, I don't like raw corn cooked corn I don't like it that is the reason because for a whole year that was what I ate I when people were eating I'll just watch them and imagine myself eating it do you know what my greatest dream was to be able to buy a bag of rice that was my dream one bag of rice those times when I imagined myself doing well it was with a blue and white chair you know that one the chair you put plastic on the blue yes that was the limit I couldn't think beyond that I couldn't today I can yeah I can I can think beyond that I remember last, last week you know I, wa- I was with a, a, yeah we were going somewhere and then I needed him to go and do something for me but we were in town if he had to go and pick a car and those things it was going to be a problem so I said okay now you go and do it and I'll take a taxi I got in the taxi and I thought you know what why don't I rather buy a car so I just drove to where they sell cars and I bought one why take a taxi just bought the car <laughs> and then you know I was, I was talking to prof and you know prof asked me where, where are you I said this I said, are you with you I said no I've sent you out to go and do something he said but then how are you come shall I come and go I said no don't I've bought a car he said oh you that watch short distances now when people are taking taxis people are chattering cars you are just buying one to parabolate <laughs> somebody say God is good are are you hearing me (laughs) you said dropping no we are not taking dropping we are buying the car (laughs) to go where I want to go somebody say God is good 
there is a family here at Osu, very close to the stadium. Man of God, I used to walk from Dakoma to Osu just so they can give me something to eat. Okaishi, not is it Okaishi here? That crowd one is it Okaishi? I don't know the women that are there now, but all of them knew me because our preaching was not only for salvation of souls. <laughs> and today I can bless people and with the money they can buy a house I blessed a man of God and he bought a house in America Somebody shout, God is good. See, what am I trying to tell you? I'm saying that when I found out that this thing was not a curse, because I was busy going for deliverance after deliverance, I shook, I threw up, I was anointed with gas oil. Meanwhile, what was happening to me was just a spirit in my family that was preventing me. I wasn't cursed. Just a spirit in my family. Because of time, let us pray. Let's get up and pray.